I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. Come on, y'all. I said that a little bit wrong this morning, but I'm tired. I just came out the gym. I'm a little out of sorts right now, but it's okay. I'll pull it together. But let me tell you something, man. I got a clear-cut message for you today. I really do. You know, um, as I've gotten older, I've... um began to take some supplements and supplements are uh, to help your body in things that it doesn't produce as much as it used to. Supplements are designed to help you replenish what's been depleted in your body as supplements. Now, there are people I can tell you can speak a lot more aggressively and a lot more knowledgeable on this subject, but just giving you just a brief overview of my understanding of it. Now, if you've been living your life for a while, supplements are necessary for most of us. Now, also, if you've been living your life for a while. Spiritually, you may need some supplements because you've just been at it for a while. You done got wore down a little bit. You're tired. Some people around you ain't changing. Some people around you draining. It's just life just keeps on coming. Life don't ever get no easier. It just you become more knowledgeable about how to handle it. 
It does not get any easier. You continue to lose loved ones. You continue to have to confront the challenges. It's just that over a course of time, you become experienced and you can handle them better. But life don't get no easier. But spiritually, you get a little bit worn down. Well, you need some spiritual supplements too. And I'm just going to flat out tell you, the more God that you can replenish yourself with, the higher the dosage of God that you are willing to put into your spiritual self, the possibilities then become limitless. You actually have the ability to make a conscious decision to supplement your body, and you have a conscious decision to supplement your spirit. You can do both. So what I did was, I I could just tell you what I did. I was taking all these supplements. I started taking supplements when I was about 45, I think. That's when I began. I, I was thinking about it one day, and I just went, wow, man. I started talking to some knowledgeable people. I found out I needed these things. But then spiritually, man, I started supplementing myself too. I started praying some more. I started trying to gain a little bit more knowledge and wisdom and understanding from scriptures and just try to make make sense of all of it. You know, just just make a little bit more sense out of my life. Make sure that I was on the right path. As a matter of fact, get on the right path. Find out my real purpose and my mission in life. And nobody can do that for you. That's something that you have to want to do. But I started supplementing my spiritual side of my life and supplementing my body. Now, I happen to be right now about in the best shape I've ever been in, technically. I can assure you, though, I am in the best shape spiritually I have ever been in. Now, my body has looked better. It really has. I mean, come on now. At where I am in life, at the stage, with the years I've been walking this earth, man, I'm cool. But spiritually, I'm in the best shape I've ever been in. And what it's done for me, y'all, is it's gave me a peace and a calmness. You know, it used to be, man, I used to fight so hard against people who attacked me. Now, man, it, it, ain't, it ain't that serious to me. Because now I have a full understanding that if I come under attack, that God is with me. Because that's a promise he made. That's Isaiah 54, 17. That's, that's, the, that's the, any weapon formed against you, any weapon formed against you shall not prosper. You can't, you, you can't come and get me. It's, it's, I'm not here for you to take down because you didn't put me here. So why would I fear a person bringing me down when they're not the reason that I'm here? So when you attack me, you have to be careful. Because I ain't ever by myself. I formed a relationship with the most high that I can rely on for protection, for coverage, and for peace. A lot of times when things used to stress me out, how to run this, how to handle this, how to deal with that. You know, fame is rough, man. And then you put that together with some business and you put that together with your family. You got a lot of stuff you're trying to tend to. I have a peace of mind about it now. Because I have someone who provides me with a sense of understanding and calmness that lets me know that this too shall pass. 
that it ain't just a saying that I heard old people say, that it ain't just something my mama used to tell me. It's something that can really happen once you get an understanding. This too shall pass. This is just another piece of life that you are now better equipped to handle. I'm telling you what it's done for me. Oh, millions of people out there hear me, man, has done the same thing for them. I'm, I'm, t- I'm telling it new to some people, but there's some people that show enough understand what I'm saying. And then if you, if you have known this but kind of forgot it, it's time for some supplements. So when you get like that, and, and now you find yourself in a situation with a disease or something, you got to do something. Now nah, you got to start juicing all your greens. You got to start detoxing your body. You got to start purifying the system. See, the human body has always had a way to repair itself if you just give it a chance. Your mind has always had a chance to repair itself if you give it a chance. And your spirit always has a chance to repair itself if you give it a chance. It's the only way I can maintain at this level, and it's the only way I have any chance of going further. I have to increase my dosage of spiritual supplements. I got to talk to God a little bit more. I got to pray a little bit more. I got to understand his word a little bit more. That's all I'm telling you, man. If you do that, if you just pray more, if you just study a little bit more, man, just try to get an understanding. Ask him to help you understand. It will open up the possibilities of your life to into a realm you never could have imagined. I'm telling you, that's real, okay? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your undivided attention, please? This is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hope everybody's doing well today. This show is dedicated to people who are feeling absolutely wonderful about their position in life, meaning they are just grateful to be here. Oh, you may want to be a little bit further up the ladder, and I got that. But if you are grateful for where you are, this show is dedicated to the grateful this morning. Shirley Strawberry. Grateful, grateful, grateful. Good morning, Steve. Carla Pharrell. Very grateful. Good morning, Steve. What's up, crew? I didn't know Woody Jr., boy. Morning, Unc. You know I'm grateful. You know I'm grateful. And the fool, nephew Tommy. Yes, sir, in the building. Grateful as always. I just wanted to let you ladies know that you all weren't here early yesterday, and we were having a blast yesterday. And then I came oh, on okay. and shut all that yeah, down. Yeah, I was Won't out. Yeah, thank you, Shirley. Thank you. <laughs> thank but the you. question is, <laughs> oh my God. y'all can have fun when we're here? Not when really. We're, we're going to tell you right really? to your face. Nope, nope. Not, nope. not like we want to. No, hell no. Too they just want to do shenanigans and foolishness. That's yeah. all. They don't want to follow the rules. That's what the people want to hear, Shannon. How, how do you know that? You sound like hey, one of those no, politicians no, at the Shirley, uh, impeachment hearing. <laughs> Shirley, ain't nobody tuning in to hear these rules. <laughs> <laughs> it's not well, like I we're putting, to them, it, putting them in their face, but you know you have to and do And you know Carly going to agree with you because she went to school for it. Anybody yeah. got to go to school for this? Don't be hating on my education. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this radio job. Broadcast communication. <laughs> I don't need no school for this. 
Stop I'm just talking, speaking Steve. for myself, really. Stop talking. No, really. I ain't, well, I, got, I ain't went to school for this. Junior, did you go to school for this? I didn't even know they had a class. Steve. Tommy, did you go to school for this? I did not. I, I have to say I didn't. Steve. What, okay. Shirley? What? When you did your comedy, your stand-up comedy, they have rules. When the lights come on, you know to wrap it up. Okay, every... But I don't. Everybody <laughs> You don't wrap rules. me up. Every, yeah. <laughs> when what? you first hey, want You want to make a, a comedian who is seasoned, a uh-huh. pro, you yeah. want to make him, man, Put give him light the on. light. What? Okay, but hell, still I'm up rules. here killing. Yeah. yeah. And who you got next? Yeah. You got Timmy Lunch Meat finna come up here next, and they gonna <laughs> hand him a sandwich. No, you. I got, I'm up here, and you gonna give me the damn light. I'm up here ripping the room. Ain't nobody got no drawers on right now, and you want me to walk what? off stage? Everybody. I just it? tell the dude in the back, you you can press it to you as long as you want. You gonna get carpal tunnel messing with that light. Well, no, it depends on if I got my check though. I need my check first. I need to make sure See. I got the check. Are there <laughs> rules on Family Feud and Ready to Love? Uh huh. Oh, hey, yeah. No, 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 no. Uh-huh. Hey, you don't bring my TV and show this? Oh, yes, we do. Oh, oh, yes, we do. Show. They have rules. You got, okay. you got tight. Woo, yeah. you got tight. No, no, you don't do that. You got man. rules. Miss Oprah, they don't mean uh, what they say, Miss Oprah. rules. You just can't get on anything and do whatever you want to do. All right? Coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, Pac Thanksgiving Shirley, is one you ain't white. week away. <laughs> Thanksgiving is one week away. <laughs> We'll talk about it right after this. What? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, with Thanksgiving just a week away, a lot of people are probably already itching, just itching to haul their Christmas decorations out of the attic. A lot of people have them up already, or the garage. Uh Yeah. (laughs) They've been up. Really? Yeah. Yeah. They ain't never took them down. (laughs) Oh, you didn't take your Mine ain't been that. Hey, my partner mama, mm-hmm. a uh-huh. tree was five feet tall. She kept it decorate, decorated all year long, mm-hmm. set it in uh-huh. the basement with a sheet over it. Oh, Every okay. Christmas, uh, my boy and his brother had to go down there and lift that tree up. Don't tilt none of them ornaments off. Come up the steps <laughs> of that tree and take the sheet off. Boom, there it was. They didn't decorate every year. They didn't take them bulbs off. Same garland and everything. That tree was the raggedest looking tree. Tree <laughs> got a number on it. Even now with the sheet over it. it. <laughs> the, the, I mean, the it garland. was a raggedy ass looking tree, man. Garland old. You know what's been sitting out? You know, it ain't mm. sparkling no more. It's just garland. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. That's so crazy. (laughs) Well, anyway, as it turns out, unless you want to spend an arm and a leg on a tree, you may want to wait a few weeks before you go tree shopping, okay? According to the National Christmas Tree Association, Christmas Eve is the cheapest day to buy a Christmas tree with the average price... Yeah, but I mean, That's of course too damn it is. Late. Yeah, the average price of a tree just uh, fifty dollars last year. Yeah, of course that's too late. That's way too late. Fifty. Way yeah. too late. Yeah. The most expensive day to buy a tree is Cyber Monday, uh, with trees costing on the average about eighty-four dollars last year. And uh, don't expect any Black Friday deals on Christmas trees either, with the average price of a tree on that day about $79. Okay, that's the average price. Mm. hmm Yeah. I'm going to stay out this conversation. Cause I know, I'm yeah. going to stay out of it. I know you're going to stay out of it. You start growing your tree last Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Three I, years ago, I think Thomas. that's awesome, though, Steve. Yes, yes, yes. I, I think you Three should. years ago. That's did you hear what he said? I, mean, did you? I heard yeah. him. I did hear him, Tommy. Uh-huh. Did you? I think that's wonderful. That's you know, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That's just okay. going ahead Because people don't know think that things like that exist. Yeah, you, we don't you know. open a new yeah. world to people, yeah, to, for, no for people to dream. I mean, you know? somebody told it to me. Yeah. Right. You learned that's about it. That's how I found out about it. You know, I ain't invented it. Yeah, how, and how much? Told is, her yeah, you could have been told me this. You know how to buy the tree three years from now. Why you ain't tell me back? Well, now you know because it is. Because it is right here. Because, because <laughs> when you you gonna ask me how much it costs? And then well, 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 don't I want to know that? Don't I want to know that? Right. And what's he gonna but say, Tommy, Steve? It be a little For hate. A it be a little hate in your tongue. It be yeah, a little hate when you see. Okay. See, he's Uncle not gonna Steve. hate you. Oh, you don't mind. A damn tree. Yeah. Go How ahead, much Steve. is this tree, Uncle Steve? How much is it, man? Come on, tell me. Not as no, fake. do the real, Steve. Do the real, Tommy. <laughs> right. You were doing it. <laughs> Uncle Steve, how much is the tree? See. Still uh-huh. hate, still slight. How much the damn tree, man? See? See? <laughs> Getting mad by the tree? <laughs> Tommy, you do know it's rude to ask people how much things cost, though. Not, you not. do know not that. Not when they're your uncle. <laughs> but. Yeah, that's kind of sorry. It, it, okay. well, let's talk about the tradition of it all. Let's talk I'll about the tradition, what you do, Steve, and how you get the tree and all of that. Because he he's a bit put off. No, no, Carla, let's Tommy. talk about what's on the table. How much is the damn tree? <laughs> if he Like right now, he ordering a tree for 2022 right now. Yes, it takes three he told, years. He told you. So how much is the tree 13. that we paying this for in advance? How wow. much is the tree? Wow. Junior Kelly. 1300 Okay. All right. For a tree? <laughs> I, wait I'm a minute, man. That's why he doesn't want to answer wait, you. Wait, huh? wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Crazy. Huh? 13. It ain't 1300? It ain't 1300? <laughs> <laughs> see, see, you done made a mistake. You done missed a damn zero. How much is the tree? <laughs> How much is the tree, Uncle Steve? The Tell tree, me. what? Uh oh. <laughs> now you over in Tommy World, huh? Yeah, he over here. He poor, way over here. Poor How damn much tree. Is the tree Uncle <laughs> see? <laughs> The hate has spread what? it. <laughs> Wait a minute. But something that grow out the ground? It's a How special kind of tree, you guys. Okay. Girl, you're going to have to quit acting like you've been out there to the pasture like you got one of the trees. You ain't got one. <laughs> no, but when he told us about it, I can listen and appreciate and dream. I'm just Jesus, saying, it ain't like you hate. know. Your family already told us you don't go in the field to do nothing. You ain't uh-uh. helped them that do nothing in the field. That includes the lights, though. They put the lights on for oh, you. Oh, see there? Before they bring the house. Ah, well, the thank house. you. <laughs> well, where the tree live? In the forest. But where? Which one? Which one? Where? At a, at a, at a, you, know, you know, man, they have nurseries. They grow these trees. They're not, they not just in the woods. You know, they have tree farms, tree nurseries. Mm-hmm. And they grow them, and they're going to charge a lot of money. They're huge trees. But they're going to charge the money, they're going to ship it to you, and then they're going to put it up with the scaffolding and put the lights on it and then bring it to your house? It, it don't okay. come with no gifts. <laughs> no. Well, he ain't. we're not finished yet. Junior, you said 1300 and he no. said that was wrong. Uh, I know what he said. How much is the tree? You said he missed a zero. Let's move on. Yeah, I so thought apparently the objective was for us to all get a thirteen thousand for a tree. <laughs> you need Steve. your ass whooped. Man. You need your <laughs> man. <laughs> oh, I, 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 I swear, I, 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 you know, 
You wait till we get off this. You don't even have to get the damn tree. You don't have to get the damn tree. I'm calling everybody in Cleveland telling them about this here. Sitting up in here arguing with your ignorant ass about what I'm doing in my house on Christmas. Right. He done got so big. Hey, you all listen now. You buying $13,000 trees that's dead. Well, how much was your tree last year, Tommy? It's the same tree I had five years ago. They're artificial. I just spray that stuff through the house and make it smell like a tree. That's right. All right. uh, Listen, uh, I'm, I'm done. Coming up next, the nephew is here. With uh, run that prank back. That's coming up right after this. Run that tree back. (laughs) You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, Julia Roberts is Harriet Tubman. Hmm. Interesting. (laughs) (laughs) You heard me. We'll talk about it. Also in music news, 2020 Grammy nominations were announced yesterday. Our girl Lizzo leads the pack. Lizzo in the lead. Plus, Miss Ann will be here with today's national news at the top of the hour. But right now, nephew in the building with Run That Prank Back. What you got for us, Ness? Farragut mother. Farragut mother. Let's go, Canada. Hello? Yeah, um, Roger, can I, can I speak to Roger? Yeah, it's Roger. Hey, uh, this is Calvin, man. How you doing? I go to the same church y'all go to. Okay. I, I got your number from one of the guys at the church, man. They, they told me that if I wanted to talk to you, I could, I could reach out to you or whatever. I, how you doing today? I'm good, man. I'm good. How can I help you? Your, your wife, man, does she, I'm not trying to be disrespectful or anything, but she seems to be real fit. Does she, does she work out all the time? Yeah, she go to the gym every once in a while, bro. Yeah. Who, who, who is this, bro? Like I said, my name's Calvin, man. We go to the same church. Listen, me and my wife been trying for a long time, man, to actually have some kids. And okay. to be honest with you, Roderick, man, it just, it just ain't happening, dog. I mean, we've been trying and trying. But what I'm trying to do now is just find another type of way to make this happen. Now, you say your wife is, is, is in good condition, right? My wife is in good condition, brother. What what does she got to do with you and your wife trying to have a baby? She... You know, now y'all already got kids, don't you? Y'all got like, from what the brother at the church told me, y'all got three kids, right? Yeah, we got three. I got two boys and a girl. Okay. Here's what I'm trying to do, man. I was hoping that I could find somebody, a female, that would be a good surrogate mother. A what? You you know what I'm saying is like, cause my wife. I mean, you know, we want to have kids, man. We want to have oh, a family. Oh, oh, hold on, brother. You just said you try, you looking for a surrogate mother, and the brother of the church told you to call me? Well, no, no, no. Ain't nobody tell me to actually call you. I, I asked them about you and your wife. You know, I asked them for your phone number so I could actually call you myself, man. Wait a minute. So you've been, you've been eyeing my wife? No, 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 no. Not, I ain't been. I, see, you're looking at it wrong. Listen, what I was saying oh. is that your, your wife just seems like a healthy, healthy person. I want to be able to have a healthy child, man. I really do, man. That, me and my wife, we... we Listen, you called me about my wife, and you want her to be a surrogate mother for you. I don't even know why we're on the phone, brother. Here's the real deal, man. Me and my wife, we can't have kids. We tried and tried and tried. And, you know, biologically, we've just been going through it and going through it, man. And I was just, you know, I've seen your wife. She's healthy. I see y'all at church all the time. And I was just, like, reaching out, man, maybe somebody wouldn't mind being the surrogate mother for, for, for me and my what? wife so we can have a child. I think you're a surrogate mother. I'm, I, uh, I mean, mother, I'm, dog. Brother, I, 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 hold, I, hold, hold, hold on, brother. You calling me to see if my wife can be a surrogate mother to your child? Dog, and I, I know it's crazy, 
That's crazy as hell. You, know you damn right. I, and, 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 I think you hey. lost your mind, brother. <sighs> Out of all the members in the church, you calling me to get my wife to have your baby? No, I know it sounds crazy, man. I do. It I know it sounds crazy. But I'm right just... ignorant, brother. I'm sorry? You sound ignorant. Man, there's so many places to go adopt a baby. I can take you down to the county courthouse and show you kids need to adopt right now. But you can go to Africa like like, like all the rest of them people and go find you a baby. You're going to call me and my wife? There's 20,000 members in this church. Do you know how stupid you sound, brother? No, no, br brother, brother. I, and, man, listen, man, I'm not trying to come across like that, man. Well, how are you trying to come across, brother? You done done it. Just hear me out, man. I don't want you to. Man, go, go ahead, brother. Go ahead, man. Okay. We looking for a surrogate mother. We look we we seen your your wife and we thought she'd be a great surrogate mother. And I know it sounds crazy for me to pick you out of all the people that go to the church. I understand that, man. I mm -hmm. do. But listen, we would love for your wife to be the surrogate mother. And we willing to pay for this. Man, this ain't about But listen to me. If you don't mind, we don't want to do this with no test tubes and all that where they they mix my seed with her with with, with her egg. We want to do this naturally. Wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. You want to repeat what the you just said, man. You, you, you got to understand a real man want to do want to do it you, realistically. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm just saying. You, I brother, did, brother, hold up, hold up, brother. You, are you telling me that you want to have sex with my wife? But I mean, I mean, you know, you know, you, you, you want to have me a, lose all my Christianity right now, brother. You want to have a baby the real way, though. You know what I'm saying? I don't give a damn having the fake way. You tell me you want to lay down in a bed with my. Wife? But dog, you already got three kids. Think about the people that can't oh, have them. Don't man. go adopt the baby, man. Take your down and go adopt the damn baby. Cause you didn't go sit down psychiatrist. Bro, so my well, wife I don't want to have your baby. Do you know what you sound like? Dog, crazy. I, I know it sounds crazy, man. I do. How did how did you get my number, man? Listen how to did me. you get my number? I got your number for one of the brothers at the church. Now listen, I'm gonna just be real with you, like a man. I wanted to come at you first. And talk to you like a man and see, you know, if you was cool with the proposition. But look, come Sunday, I'm going to go to your wife and just talk to her. What? I'm just going to go. I'm just going to talk to your wife and see if you lost your mind. I told you to answer no. Now you tell me you're going to go around me and I What you ain't going to do is talk to my wife. You yeah, call I'm my telling wife. you right you now. I'm talking to your wife. You call my wife. Okay? I'm going to tell you what's really going to happen. I'm you call my to wife. your wife next Sunday. I'm not going to sit and go through this with you back and forth. I'm talking to her next Sunday. Next Sunday, I'm going to whoop your You ain't going to do nothing to me. I'm going to whoop your Me and my wife, we deserve a child too. You ain't You ain't going to stand in the middle of this. I don't stand in the middle of this. You lost your mind. You talk to my wife next week you want to. I got one more thing I want to say to you, man. Is you listening to me? Say what the you gotta say so you can get off my phone. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your homeboy. What? <laughs> this is who? <laughs> this is this. Listen, man, who this is, is this man? This nephew Tommy, man, from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your homeboy got me to prank phone call you. <laughs> man, I'm, I'm over here, man. My head is spinning. <laughs> you all right, man? Got me calling, brother. I'm I'm ready to fight, brother. <laughs> hey, I got one more thing to ask you, big dog. What, what, what is up, man? What is the baddest? I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land. 
Man, the Steve Harvey Morning Show, man. Y'all got me this morning, man. Y'all got me, man. Surrogate mother. Any of y'all want to be a segregated or surrogate? What, uh, anybody? It's not no, the same. neither of those. Segregated and segregated. <laughs> I don't want to be either one. <laughs> them, little, is them two different things? It's a little late in the game for me so right you're now. you're a segregated mother. You can't yeah. have your baby at a certain hospital. Right. <laughs> segregated mother. All the blacks Holiday comedy there, jam. <laughs> Holiday comedy jam coming your way. That's Earthquake Jam. Andy Brown, Kid Junior Space, and hosted by yours truly, Nephew Tommy. That's the Holiday Comedy Jam. It's Friday, December the 20th at the Met in Philadelphia. That's W-D-A-S and Live Nation. All wrapped up in the one. Holiday Comedy Jam. I can hear the jingle bells now. So to dress for that, do you have to have your uh, sleeves cut out of the right side of your jacket and your suit? Because you had your shoulder Shirley, surgery. That's not funny, Shirley. Shirley that's I know not I'm funny. asking. I'm going to take pictures of the I'm not cutting no suit out of nothing. I'm not doing that. Especially me. All right, listen. Thank you, Tommy. Coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment <laughs> and national news. I right thought he was going to cut the suit down because he was an elf. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. So yesterday, 2020 Grammy nominations were announced. Lizzo leads the nominations with multiple honors, including Record of the Year, Album of the Year, Song of the Year, and Best New Artist. Lil Nas X has six nominations, R&B, hip-hop, uh, Beyonce, Her, India Ari, Ella May, Meek Mill, 21 Savage, The Baby, Lil Baby. Uh, in gospel, it was Kirk Franklin. The Grammys will be hosted by Alicia Keys yet again. All right. On Ooh. Sunday, January 26th on CBS. Yeah. So there you go. Nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's I cool. Like that. Yeah. Happy for Lizzo. Yeah. And India Ari, again, Grammy nominated. Lil Nas in there uh, too, now. Yeah. Yeah. Ali, uh, mm-hmm. Ella and, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The 21 Savage. Wow. Oh, yeah. I love that song about the baby. I know. Yeah. Meek cool. Mill. Uh, I, I mean, every and Kirk Franklin, our friend and family. You know, congratulations mm-hmm. to him as well. Yep. He had a good speech on uh He just texted me today. Board. Oh, he did? What, he just texted me today. Oh, I can't tell you. Oh, oh. <laughs> he want to know where to get a Christmas tree from? <laughs> yeah. No, he was asking me. He was doing a church Christmas play, and you think Tommy would be in it. <laughs> I told oh, him, I said, you got Tommy. No, you could have asked him. Well, he wanted to run it by me and see if he'd be offended. I said, well, I don't think so. Why would he be offended? Tommy's an actor. Why Why would he be offended? Well, I know, but, you know, he wanted him to play the head elf in the workshop. I'm not no elf, y'all. Y'all going to quit this with this elf stuff. I'm not no elf. Okay. He didn't, you didn't, he didn't say you was an elf. He wanted you to play an elf. Everybody called me. you no elf. He's huh? smaller than me. <laughs> I just said he was going to make you the head elf. But right. what is he if I'm the head elf? What is he? Well, because you a little taller than him, so he was going to make yeah. you the head Everybody going to look up to you. What right. role is Kirk? Kirk a, Kirk a elf, too? We both elves? <laughs> no, nah, he, was, he wasn't going to be. He was going to be uh, Santa Claus's son. <laughs> we, and he's going to come report <laughs> Let me get to this Julia what? Roberts story, please. <laughs> From music to movie news, uh, Julia Roberts is Harriet Tubman. Can you see that? No. 
Yeah, a lot of people. Uh, no, a lot of people can't. Uh, that's um, what one Hollywood executive reportedly suggested. Uh, that's according to Gregory Allen Howard, who wrote the screenplay to Air- Harriet. Uh, he says the film has been in development for 26 years, guys. Yep. Uh, he yep. wanted to turn the Underground Railroad conductor's life into an action adventure film, but the climate in Hollywood was different at that time, and that's when the exec floated the idea of Julia Roberts when questioned about it, Howard says the, the exec offered, yeah, it was long ago. No one is going to know the difference. Why wow. are we not? Wow. How the hell wow. you think you ain't going to know that? How the hell? Yeah. That's so Okay, insulting. you can act, yeah. but you have to draw on something else to play that role, I would think. Mm. Let me tell you I something. I think you have to have something to draw on. Go ahead, Tom. Julia yeah. going to need Harriet to come save her ass if she played that role. And get her to freedom. I don't think she would have played it. No. Mm-mm. I don't even no. think she would have took it. I don't think this is anything that Julia Roberts would have even considered. Yeah. That's I, what I'm, I'm with saying. you on that, Steve. Yeah. And I mm. like Julia Roberts. Yeah. I don't oh, even man. think she would have done that. Yeah. Great yeah. acting. No. And listen, if you haven't seen the movie, Harriet, please, over the holidays, when you get a chance, please go see the movie. But who thinks Harriet is a tall, slim, white woman? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Help me with what makeup you finna use. You want to piss black people off, do that. Yeah. All these black people out here out of work. All right, time now, Steve, for today's headlines. Ah, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) please put your hands together. The lovely, the talented, the wonderful Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you, folks. Good morning, Darth Vader. <laughs> this is Ann Tripp with the news, everybody. Good morning. Okay, last night's Democratic presidential debate, uh, 10 candidates made their cases to the American people. Not up there were Beto O'Rourke. He's dropped down. Julian Castro also has left the field. Meanwhile, former Massachusetts Governor Deval Patrick, you know, has entered the race. And former New York City Mayor Michael Bloomberg has his name on a couple of Southern primaries. By the way, last night, all the candidates made good points. For instance, New Jersey Senator Cory Booker spoke about President Trump's foreign policy. There's a larger battle going on on the planet Earth right now between totalitarian dictatorial countries and free democracies. And we see the scorecard under this president not looking so good, with China actually shifting more towards an authoritarian government, with its leader now getting rid of even term limits. And so I believe we need a much stronger policy, one that's not led, as President Trump seems to want to do, in a transactional way, but one that's led by American values. Senator Kamala Harris talked about how black people, black women in particular, are ignored by the Democratic Party, although they use us for voting. Vice President Joe Biden talked about foreign policy under President Trump, saying this guy doesn't know what he's doing. House Intelligence Committee heard testimony yesterday from star witness Ambassador Gordon Sondland, who answered questions for about seven hours. Sondland said everybody was in the loop that President Trump wanted Ukraine to announce that they were investigating the Bidens and that it was as plain as a nose on your face. Was there a quid pro quo? With regard to the requested White House call and the White House meeting, the answer is yes. That was Sondland. However, the president spoke to reporters later. He claimed not to have done that, and he also claimed not to even know Sondland, even though he appointed him ambassador to the European Union. I don't know him very well. I have not spoken to him much. This is not a man I know well. Seems like a nice guy, though. But I don't know him well. I say to the ambassador, here's my answer. I want nothing. I want nothing. I want no quid pro quo. Tell Zelensky... 
to do the right thing. Gordon's son was barely known outside of his hometown of Portland, Oregon. He's the owner of several mid-sized hotels, but he donated a million dollars to Trump's inaugural. In sports, Colin Kaepernick's lawyer says that two teams seem interested in hiring him. The attorney on the Adam Carroll show said something may happen within the next 10 days. One team thought to be the Carolina Panthers, the other the Seattle Seahawks. I guess we'll see. Former First Lady Michelle Obama earned a Grammy nomination yesterday in the spoken word category for the audio version of her best-selling memoir, but so did Lizzo. That's the truth, girl. Back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. A political reporter named Alexi McCammon has accused Charles Barkley of making inappropriate remarks while speaking to her off the record late Tuesday at a political unspecified event. Um... Just FYI, Charles uh, Charles Barkley told me tonight, I don't hit women, but if I did, I would hit you. And then when I objected to that, he told me I couldn't take a joke. Alexi McCammon said she hated being part of a story, but those who threaten violence should be held accountable and that uh, she would never violate uh, the -the off-the-record agreement, but insisted that Charles Barkley's comments had to be exposed. Charles Barkley issued an apology yesterday through Turner Sports. My comment was inappropriate and unacceptable. It was an attempted joke that wasn't funny at all. There is no excuse for it, and I apologize, Barkley said uh, in that statement. Wow. There's a lot in there because, I mean, I I get, you know, the Me Too movement and everything, but sometimes it is just a joke. I mean, is that wrong for me to say? You know, absolutely not, Shirley. I'm glad you said. I, I mean, yeah, as a woman, sometimes. I mean, but but it depends on how the woman, the recipient, feels about it. If she feels uncomfortable or, or something like that, then you know you can't take well, that away. Well, I from think her. she accomplished what she wanted to come. I think it should be reported. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not any charges. No, he apologized. This story is you know it's trending steam. on social media, mm-hmm. but. You know, he apologized, and he's said some questionable jokes like that before. Okay. And mm-hmm. I don't, you know, so when she said that, um, she wanted to bring it you know out. But it, to me, if it was I've off the record. Joke, but if she doesn't know it's a do joke. Do you know how many times I've heard that joke? What, do you I don't have hit any idea joke? how many times I've heard that form of that joke? What he I said? don't hit women. But... But if I but, did, I would hit you. Right. I, or I wish you could be a man for just five minutes. Oh, right. okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. But, but from the woman's perspective, if she doesn't know it's a joke, you know, and she's feeling right. some kind of way, then that that's where the issue comes in, Steve. Yeah. The problem now, though, Shirley, is nobody thinks anything is funny anymore. Yeah. There no, are no, no jokes yeah. you can tell anymore. No. There's no room for to mistakes anybody. and humor and jokes. Hey, I'm about to tell a and joke in uh, case you didn't know. Yeah. You she didn't it. accept it. Preface it. Yeah. She didn't accept it. She replied to uh, Barkley's tweet from the Sports Network. She didn't accept his regret or any attempt to characterize okay. it okay, as cool. a joke. Okay, yeah. cool. So if you don't want to accept the apology, then what you want the man to do? That's how she feels about it, and she's, you know, has a right to her feelings. Coming up at 34 after the hour in trending sports news, question, is it time to concede that LeBron James is the greatest basketball player ever? Wow, we'll talk about it right after this. 
You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In trending sports news, guys, LeBron James set a record. Congratulations to him as he became the first player in NBA history to record a triple-double against every single team in the NBA. Yeah, LeBron led the Lakers to their (laughs) fifth straight victory, 112-107 over the Oklahoma City Thunder. Now LeBron is the fifth in NBA history with 86 triple-doubles, but the four players in front of him, Oscar Robertson, Russell Westbrook, L.A. uh, uh, Lakers great, of course, Magic Johnson, and Lakers assistant coach Jason Kidd hadn't done it against all 30 teams in the league. So, guys, all right, Tommy, Junior, Mm -hmm. Steve, with that being said now, the trending question is, is it now time to concede that (sighs) LeBron James is the greatest basketball player of them all? Is Michael Jordan included in that? Wow. He in the top three. Um, yeah. I'm, he I'm in the top say, three. Yeah, he in the top three. I'm yeah. gonna say no, no. I mean, that's a great. Not yet. Top three. Who, who's yeah. your top no. three? I'd mm. say Jordan, Kobe, mm-hmm. then LeBron. Okay. Yeah, I give it that, but mm. that doesn't constitute him being the greatest player. I yeah. Mean, he just did a feat against every team. Uh, against every triple doubles yeah. against Champions every team. Still some, that's impressive. Though. Yes, it yeah, is. That's impressive. Right, Tommy, your top that's three, and then we'll get to you, Steve. It is impressive. Your top three, Tommy. Oh. Uh, I mean, I think we all the same. Jordan, LeBron, I got to say Magic. Yeah. I got to say Magic. Come on, Mr. Harvey. I think it's Jordan. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's... Uh, I think it's Jordan. I think it's uh, LeBron. And I think it's Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I just think he revolutionized the game of basketball. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, he had an unstoppable shot. Mm-hmm. He played D, he got rebounds, and he won championships. And this dude was an unstoppable force. He was a beast. He revolutionized basketball. They stopped dunking in college because of him. <laughs> I, I just think Kareem mm-hmm. Abdul-Jabbar, man, was like the dude that came along and made the game so different. To yeah, me, I mean, now, do I think Kobe is should be in that? Yeah, I do. I think Kobe's a bad boy. The Black Mamba, yeah, bad, bad boy. Would he be in your top five? We just did the top. Three. Hell yeah! Yeah, he gonna have to. Oh yeah! Him. Oh hell yeah! Oh, he's I mean, here's another feat that Kobe hell. did. Hell, huh? I was saying there's a feat that uh, that uh, Kobe Bryant did that, Le- that LeBron hadn't done. I mean, Kobe dropped eighty in the game. Uh-huh. Dog, that, that's mm-hmm. from not passing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but he the ball, <laughs> He dropped 80. Dog, that's coming over the flow every time and not throwing it to and no nothing But 80. <laughs> I'm well, let's go and put it out there now. Uh-oh. Nobody <laughs> has jumped higher mm-hmm. than Spud Webb. Let's just make that understood. That's your hero? That's my boy there. Spud <laughs> Webb didn't jump high than everybody. <laughs> Somebody okay. smaller than you jump higher than you. Lost jump again. way over everybody. You lose it again. Yes. Let's give it up for Spud. Well. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Yay Spud. I Yay, like Spud. Spud. Well, yeah, I like you, Spud. Well, boy. Uh-huh. uh-huh. So, but okay. So the question is, with this triple double against every team in the league that LeBron has yep. done this, to get, he's not the greatest player yet, huh? Well, I mean, you know what? See, the triple-double against every team, that's a great accomplishment. 
but he does not have more triple doubles than Russell Westbrook. Oh, yeah, that's true. He don't have more triple doubles than Oscar Robinson. I mean, Russell Westbrook, man, triple doubles, has been playing less time than Jordan. I mean, uh, LeBron. LeBron. Uh, LeBron. Uh, LeBron. Mm-hmm. And Bron, has Bron. done it 40 in a row, man. Come on, just do it. Yeah, just do this. That's not to take anything of what LeBron is, because he's my dude, man. LeBron, oh, is we my love dude LeBron. Yeah, on and off. But the I'm court. just telling you, man. That mm-hmm. Russell Westbrook, good lord, triple double, man. And let's not forget see, Tiny Archibald. That was a bad boy. <laughs> All man, your you heroes is small people. Okay. All your heroes small. I love him. <laughs> Post your comments on who you think is the world's greatest basketball player. It's Steve Harvey FM on Instagram or Facebook. Coming up next, the nephew with today's prank phone call right after this. (laughs) You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. Subject, my husband is raising my boyfriend's son. Hmm. Husband. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like you wrote that one, Tommy. (laughs) You're involved some kind of way. Anyway, right now, nephew here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? Right now, girl, we're going to have a birthday party, but we're going to throw the birthday party with some curry goat for the kids. Here we go. (laughs) Curry goat birthday party. (laughs) Hello? Hello? Yeah. I'm trying to reach a, um, Mr. Is this Mr. Yeah, this is, a this is Benjamin Dixon. Trevor is my son. He goes to school with your son. Now, yeah, he, uh, he went to a birthday party that your son had last weekend. Am I right? Yeah. Well, listen, I understand. Right. Uh, listen, I have a problem with you, Mister, because I understand that you all are, are Jamaican and from Jamaica. But listen, you guys serve the children curry goat. You don't serve kids curry goat. Everybody's child doesn't eat curry goat. Pete, what happened to what happened to ice cream and cake and punch and maybe even a pizza at a birthday party for kids? But curry goat? That's out of oh, question. Oh you oh you mean? But I mean I understand what you are talking about. Oh you mean oh you mean me feed the kids them curry goat? Me feed them anything. But what what you are talking about, brethren? Say what? What, what, what you talking about? Oh, you mean? Oh, you mean you have a problem with me? Oh, you have a problem with me? I got a problem. Have... I got a problem with any parents who who decides on their own that in, uh, somebody else's child it's okay to feed them some curry goat. My child don't eat no goat. We eat chicken. We eat steak. We eat cow. We don't eat curry goat. Yo, him eat it at a birthday party though, what? eh? Him, him eat that birthday party. And why you, man? If you would have me that give you some too. So, so rude boy, no call me with your, with your, I'm going to uh, go on and, and a rumble for me, you know, brethren. Because you don't know who you are dealing with, you know. Okay, I need you to slow it down for me, man. I ain't understanding nothing you're saying. You can't, you can't tell me for slow it down. You call me, I don't go, so you can't tell me for slow it down. On my phone, you call, you know. Look, man. All I'm saying is, you, you, this, this is disrespectful to the child, to people's parents. You're going out on your own liberty, deciding on what you're gonna feed somebody. You gotta feed them normal stuff. You can't do that. Kids, no. at, at, at birthday parties here in the states, man, it's no. pizza, it's ice cream, it's cake, it's punch. That's no. it. Hot dogs, maybe, but not no damn curry goat. Man, I'm here on this show, brethren. 
Don't tell me what to do. Eh? I mean, run this. So y'all come tell me about, about, about disrespect. You disrespect me, I call my phone. I, I'm not disrespecting you by calling your phone. I want to know why it is you're doing something like this. And I bet you these other parents don't know you've been serving goat. Yo, kiss man. Who, who, who the you is? Hey, you, you want to meet me? I'm sure you who Donovan father is. Hey, how come tell me no bull Oh, you want to? Oh, you want to? Who, who, who you, brethren? Who the hell is you? Hey, I don't know you from Adam, brethren. I come talk on my phone and call with it. Yo, yo, you, you, you know you know who the f*** can deal with? Hey, hey, hey. You know some man just bring up now, you know? Oh, you, you, you want to meet me somewhere? Is that what you want to do? Me meet you. Me, me, brethren. Me meet you right now. You understand me? Me, me brethren. You don't know who you're dealing with, you know? You're gonna make me hurt you, man. If I if, if I come over there, you're gonna make me hurt you. You hear me? Then I mean this, man. Now no. I, I, I call you because I'm a concerned parent about my child, uh, 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 and, and then you got a nerve to, to tell me you're the one that's in the wrong. Yo, man. Me no hell. Me no wrong, Bertrand. Me no wrong. You understand me? So come tell me, be the big man, you know. Come tell me about me no wrong. You and wrong to call my phone. No, you don't bring my family in this, man. You don't bring me, you don't bring my wife and my kids into nothing. You hear me? I got, I, I got one. You know what, man? I'm gonna tell you. I'm, I got something I want to tell you. You listening? This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your sister Patsy. <laughs> pranked by your sister Patsy, man. She she put me up to this, dog. Boy, I tell you, man, I'm so sweat, boy. <laughs> like I need to get a blood pressure check. <laughs> I got a low, I got a low tolerance. My tolerance very low. <laughs> boy, I tell you, man. But anyway, I'm gonna still feed you and your family some curry gold, man. <laughs> I bet it's I good, ain't too. Gonna give you, I ain't going to have no rice with it or nothing. Just pure curry goods. <laughs> you know, when you get angry, American people really can't understand what you're saying. You went on you went on a Jamaican run. <laughs> They're like, what the hell that boy saying? <laughs> we got to give a shout-out to all of the Jamaicans out there, baby. <laughs> what is the baddest radio show in the land? Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> How you feel about that one right there? <laughs> For the kids, though. For the kids, the curry gold. He's been eating it, though, Bertrand. He's been eating it, though. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you imagine sending you your kids much. to a birthday party and they feeding them something today you never no, ate before in their life. No. Man, yeah. send a the kids all go, <laughs> <laughs> You better eat that damn curry gold. Eat it. <laughs> 
we're never coming to a party at your house anymore. Well, you young man, yes, you'll be Damn. back right after you get a piece of this curry goo. They got nasty <laughs> food over there. <laughs> Holiday Comedy Jam is going down Friday the 20th of December at the Met in Philadelphia. Whoa. Holiday Comedy Jam. That's Earthquake, J. Anthony Brown, Kia Jr. Spates, and hosted by yours truly. That is me, Neff. You, Tommy. It's at the Met. Tickets on sale right now at all Ticketmaster outlets. Or you can go to the box office. This is WDAS and Live Nation together. You don't want to hey, miss it. Hey. Laying in the cut. Laying in the cut. 27th through the 31st. I am with the Comedy Laugh Fest. 27th through the 31st. So we are in the DMV. We're in Chicago. We're in Atlanta. We're in New Orleans. And we're going to finish that thing off in Houston, Texas. Every city has a different lineup. But you're going to have some remarkable people on that lineup. Like D.L. Hughley, Eddie Griffith, Dion Cole, said the Entertainer, Tommy Davidson, hosted by yours truly. You got Bruce Bruce in there. You got Earthquake in there. Go to thomasmiles.com. Click on Comedy Lab Fest and you can see who's coming to your city. Once again, that is the DMV, Chicago, Atlanta, New Orleans, and Houston, Texas, all hosted by the Foo Nephew Tommy. Hey, Tommy. Yes, sir. Uh, hmm. You know that, that holiday jam we're doing down in Philly? Yes, sir. Well, for next year, I'm just thinking ahead. You think we can just take that line that we got right there and then take it and see if Uncle want to produce it? You think he'll do it? I think I'll talk to him, Junior. I'm not you're producing not nothing with y'all. You heard uh, me. You're going to do what I tell Steve. you. <laughs> no, no, Shirley. See, what they're not going to do is come to me with some afterthought. Wait, wait I've been talking with these. Hey, Shirley, I'm talking to Shirley. I ain't saying nothing. Oh, you're so wrong. Shirley, you're I've so talked yes, to them yes, over yes. and over and over for years. Uh-huh. For years about touring together. Oh, they done went and did it, but they were favorite nations and all like that. Now they come up with a little monkey ass idea. They want me to sign up for that. <laughs> we ain't coming with no <laughs> monkey ass idea. <laughs> well, okay, how about be- this? How about me, you, Junior, and Jay? We do it together. Yeah, huh? Man. Nope. Oh, still See? no. As much as you want to get back on stage, Steve. Come you on. host, bring us out. You're going to have some fun, don't All right, we got to go. Uh... <laughs> Thank you, nephew. Coming up next, Strawberry Letters. Subject, my husband is raising my boyfriend's son. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, on sex, on dating, work, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM. All you have to do is click Submit Strawberry Letter and we'll get it. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, uh, right now, today. And uh, Tommy, Buckle up! Hold on tight. Let's go, baby. Here it is. Strawberry letter. All right. Subject, my husband is raising my boyfriend's son. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm just going to jump right in and get to it. I'm married and he's married. We both have families. I have three kids and he has four kids. One of my kids is his. Our affair has been going on for 11 years and now we have a two-year-old son. He left me when I told him that I was pregnant. We both agreed for me to terminate the pregnancy, but he refused to give me the money. 
So I changed my mind because deep down, I wanted another child. I know it's his son because, but he questioned it. I did a sibling test to confirm that my husband could not be the father. The two-year-old looks just like his real daddy and his real daddy's other kids. I'm writing this letter because my conscience is eating me alive. Every time that I look at my son, I know that I am living a lie that could destroy my son's life and two families. His daddy acts like he does not exist, and that makes me so angry, and I want to come clean and get it off my chest. We both were in this affair, and we both made this child. I am ready to tell my husband and his wife about our affair and my son. It has taken me two years to come to terms with with what might happen when I tell the truth. Am I wrong for wanting to put an end to these lies, to the lies? Should I let my husband raise another man's child? I've been a nervous wreck. Please help me figure this out. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> um, you, you, you asked, should you let your husband raise another man's child? But isn't that what you've been doing for the last couple of years? Your husband has been raising a, a, another man's child. Uh, the lies are endless here. You've been with this man for 11 years. 11 years you've been having an affair uh, on your husband and this man on his wife. He got mad when you got pregnant, uh, refused to give you the money to terminate it. And deep down inside, you wanted another child anyway. So that's what you did. And, 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 I mean, you just kept the lie going and going and going and going. Uh, you say he questions the fact that it is his son. You did a sibling test to confirm that your husband is not the father. I, I, I think you're, you're wanting to come clean for all the wrong and, and most selfish of reasons here. Uh, you will be destroying everything. You will be destroying your marriage, his marriage, your kids' lives. I, I mean, not destroying their lives, but I mean, you know, once they find out this is a lie, it, this is this is so many lives are involved in all of this. And, and just because you're mad at your baby daddy, I mean, really, do you really what you have done with all of this be, because you're mad at him uh, this 11 year affair everything I, I mean this is just so wrong on every level uh, you know I, I don't know how you're going to come clean and tell your husband this and, and he stay there and forgive you and, and all of those things. What do you want to happen? Uh, you just want to end the lies to get some relief for yourself, but you're going to destroy all these other people's lives. Uh, you're not wrong for wanting to put an end to the lies, but you know, who? N no one should want to have to live with these kinds of lies, but doing this, you're going to destroy so many people and including your 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 son once he finds out that the man he thinks is his dad isn't really his dad. I mean, the lies are endless here. You've told one lie after another, after another, after another. Uh, this You say, please help you figure this out. This is a hard one to figure out, and I I bet you have been a nervous wreck. But you, you did this, I mean, for 11 years now. For 11 years. I... <sighs> I, I just feel sorry for your kids, your husband, uh, the wife, and this two-year-old son that you have with this man. Steve? I have a problem here because yesterday I let Tommy do the letter. And Junior begged me, Unc, Unc, Queen, can I do a letter? Mm-hmm. Now, Junior, <laughs> this one I think might be a little heavy for you. Mm. Yeah, yeah. 
this is heavy yeah. for everybody. I wouldn't yeah. have done this mm. if it was yesterday. Junior, I don't think I'm going to let you do no, this. No, not this one today because <laughs> yeah. I'm sitting okay. over here yeah. like, woo. Something a yeah. little lighter yeah, for this, Junior This is not the one I want yeah. to do on. Yeah. Something All a little right, lighter. Let's go. <laughs> All right, here we go. Man, oh, man. This is a very difficult letter. Yeah, it is. I don't have any jokes for this, so let me just get to it. Cause I'm let me jump right into it is how she started. Best start of a letter I've ever had though. I want <laughs> her him this lady to know I really respect her just coming clean. Let me just jump right into it. I'm married, he married. We both got families. I got three kids, he got four. One of my kids is his. I'll be there. Our affair been going on for 11 years, and now you got a two-year-old son. Then after you told him you was pregnant, he left you. See, this is where you start to find out how stank a dude really is. Not only stank for the 11-year affair, but now let me explain to you what you was having an affair with. You was having an affair with a man who once you told him you was pregnant, he left you. You have a two-year-old son. He left when you told him you was pregnant. And then both of you agreed to terminate the pregnancy, but he refused to give me the money. How does that work? We both agreed to terminate the pregnancy, and then he refused to give me the money. Wait, hold on, Steve. Hold it right there, okay? We got to take a break right here. Um, We'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Subject, my husband is raising my boyfriend's son. Yeah, this is a mess right here. We'll be back at 23 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. Subject, my husband is raising my boyfriend's son. Wow. Because this woman is married. She's dating a man that's married. They got kids. They both have families. Uh, She got three kids. He got four. And one of her kids is his. The affair been going on 11 years. They got a two-year-old son. As soon as she told this married dude, who she's married to, that she was pregnant, he left her. But before he left, they both agreed to terminate the pregnancy. And then he refused to give me the money. This dude trifling on a lot of levels. You do know you are too, but this dude's trifling, this goes to a whole nother level. So I changed my mind because deep down I wanted another child. I know it's his son, but he questions it. Then I did a sibling test to confirm that my husband could not be the father. I don't know what that means, sibling test? I don't know what that is. Yeah, really. I don't either. I, I... Yeah. Sibling test. I've heard, of course, the DNA. The two year old looked just like his real daddy and his real daddy's other kids. Now, you're writing this letter because you say your conscience is eating you alive. Every time I look at my son, I know that I'm living a lie and and that, that could destroy my son's life and two families. Then you're mad because his daddy act like he does not exist and that makes me so angry. The reason he don't act like he don't exist is because he questioned it in the beginning, whether it was his or not. Then he refused to pay the money for the terminate the pregnancy. And then he left you when he was pregnant. Why are you angry now? 
he trifling. Everything he's done is trifling. And all of a sudden you want him to be what, righteous? Here's your problem. The man act like he don't exist and that makes you angry. And I want to come clean and get it off my chest. We both were in this affair Mm -hmm. and we both made this child. I am ready, here we go, listen to this. I am ready to tell my husband and his wife about our affair. Well, listen to me, lady. You might not be able to tell both people. This could end very ugly after you make the announcement to one. See, if you go over there and tell his wife, Mm -hmm. she could do something to you. And if you go in there and tell your husband, he might do something to you. So you're in a tough spot. Yeah. It's taking you two years to come to terms with what might happen when I tell the truth. Am I wrong for wanting to put an end to the lies? Should I let my husband raise another man's child? I've been a nervous wreck. Please help me figure this out. Hmm. Exactly. Ain't no way in the hell you need this letter, boy. (laughs) We have so many problems here. Mm -hmm. Because if you go and tell your husband, this could end your family. If you tell his wife, it could end their family. And then your son is still left with a father who wants nothing to do with him. Shut your damn mouth. So now, if this man wants nothing to do with him and you destroy your family who has a man who's raising this boy in it and the, uh, the real daddy don't want to have nothing to do with it, but then the ugliness that you got this man raising another man's child. Mm, God. The lies. That's the quandary you are in. Because I want you to go for the son's sake, be mm-hmm. quiet, so he can have a father in his life. Right. But then I feel bad because, wow, this dude is footing the bill thinking he got something that ain't really mm-hmm. his. That boy belongs to you and another man. And Steve. Don't you think the reason she wants to tell him is so wrong, too, just because he doesn't want to be a part of the kid's life? It's all anger. But she also, I truly believe that this woman is torn up on the inside. I bet she is. Yeah, I truly believe that. And it is a horrible thing to know that this is not this man's boy. And you got this man raising him with that lie. But if you love the man so much, you was with another man for 11 years. 11 years. So I'm trying to figure out how you so concerned with the fact that he raising this boy that's not his when you was passing out your cookie that he thought was his. Mm-hmm. So you got a problem, ma'am. This really ain't a joke letter right here. You have a real no. situation. Yeah. I think that because it's such a long deceit, this man should take care of his kids, but he don't want to. And then he has a father that thinks he is the father and he's taking care of him. Mm-hmm. So I hate to ruin the boy's life and exactly. he end up with no daddy at all. Mm-hmm. So you may have to carry this one to your grave. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Unless because that man comes do? around and goes, I want to take care of my son. But as long as he in denial, man, I think you should leave that 
Leave his dirty ass over there. All right, you can post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, sex trafficking. We know that it is major in this country and and around the world. We're going to delve into that and uh, talk about it when we come back at 46 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so this is kind of a heavy subject, guys, but um, it's something that really needs to be talked about because it seems to be uh, going on more and more now. Talking about sex trafficking, it is a crime when women, men, and or children are forcefully involved in commercial sex acts. In the U.S., any minor under the age of 18 engaged in commercial sex acts is automatically considered a victim of sex trafficking under the law. Worldwide, it's estimated that there are 4.5 million victims of sex trafficking. Uh, And that's worldwide. That's a huge, huge number. Huge number. Wow. I mean, it's going on. I've been watching the news, and it seems like it's an epidemic over here in the United States now. It's, it's, It's an evil time we live in. Yes, and it's it causing mm-hmm. everybody's got to get your head on the swivel and start paying close attention to everything around you. You see these men walking over to you, talking to you, and it's seen that the conversation is odd. Something's going, it is odd. Don't, mm-hmm. don't, you know, it sounds strange. No, it is strange. Yeah. And you should act accordingly. Blow your whistle, walk away, get some distance, go. Yeah. Get in your car, lock the doors. Yeah. Don't Is there a certain place no they're trying to do this? Well, um, in Atlanta, there's, you know, there's malls. Uh, 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 someone posted Stores. on um, Instagram where uh, he was approached at a uh, mall. And um, uh, I mean, if you guys, I mean, honestly, I was approached in a store. I was in Marshalls one night. You were? And a, yeah. yeah sure. Who would ever think that? Oh yeah. God. You know, um, yeah, I was approached by by a woman and uh i knew i i knew something was odd i didn't know exactly that's what it was but after uh my, my incident and then the very next it, it really bothered me and then the very next day this guy posted that he was approached at lennox mall so then you know when you put it together our very own monica mississippi monica was also um she was also uh approached uh in the atlanta area so uh it just let it just let it be a warning. It is serious out here. Be aware of your surroundings, like Steve said. Right, right. You know, get in your car, lock your doors. Uh, I mean, that old adage, don't talk to strangers. I mean, seriously, even if you're an adult. So to report human trafficking, here is the National Human Trafficking Hotline. And again, people, this is very, very serious. Uh, text HELP, H-E-L-P, or INFO, I-N-F-O. They're open 24 hours, seven days a week. They speak English, Spanish, and 200 more languages. The number is 1-888-373-7888. Please be aware of your surroundings, and we'll be right back, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Tommy. Let's do this. All right, she is here. It's Carla Farrell with What Reality Update. <laughs> Thank you, nephew. What's up, yeah. crew? Uh, hey, girl. What, what you got to say, Steve? You you ready at the gate? I'm ready, you man. You got an update? <laughs> Ghost and Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> Who is Ricky? Boy. 
<laughs> I'm trying to tell you, man. <laughs> <laughs> and on the Kardashians, uh-huh. all that damn Kanye was singing at the Mormon church. Uh-huh. In Utah. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Woo! Child. <laughs> I was that. And then you just so blurted crazy. out. Ain't, ain't nobody supposed to have more than one wife just said it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank and you then, for your update. Boy, and, oh, you got one more? The last one, the Kanye. Okay. Kanye just been tripping in. Just, Kanye got through singing at Lakewood down in Houston. And told, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. told everybody Trump was his daddy. I said, ah. <laughs> <laughs> Not a daddy. Right there in, in the middle of the lake. <laughs> right up under the globe. All right. Well, that's your reality update from Steve. I got one for you real quick. Uh-huh. Real Housewives of Atlanta, your girl Nene is back on the yes. show. Yeah, now when we left off last season, you know, you remember during the reunion show when Nene told Andy Cohen that her marriage to Greg was kind of in a rocky yeah, place because yeah. she felt alone while mm-hmm. being, you know, Greg's caretaker while he was battling cancer. And, you know, she had a lot of issues that she was dealing with. Well, this episode, the new episode, we see Nene and Greg, they are still together. Greg is cancer free. Yes, Go ahead, Greg. Yep, yep. And, uh, Nene is an ambassador for the National Cancer Society, so they were filming a public service announcement and just talking about his journey and what she went through. So that's that. But Nene is still not friends with anybody on the show, oh, except uh, your girl Marlo. They're still cool. Yeah. So what? now moving on, Shirley, is it me mm-hmm. or is it kind of awkward watching Kenya and her husband Mark? It's oh, you and us. oh, it's beyond <laughs> awkward. It is beyond yeah, awkward. Yeah, it's a little yeah. something, something and there. And I love yeah. my girl Kenya, but whoo, Lordy, yes. Yeah. I thought you husband is getting a divorce. Well, they are, and it seems like they're separated in real life, but on the show, they are still together, Steve, on this new season. Mm-hmm. And Kenya has, she's talking to her husband. She feels kind of lonely, and, you know, that distance doesn't help their marriage because he lives in New York, and they fly back and forth, and they have this long-distance marriage. But Mark is all about the baby. They have this new, beautiful daughter, Brooklyn. Oh, he puts the baby so first. so adorable. She's so cute. But anyway, Kenya feels like she wants some alone time with him. And he's like, hey, if the baby's not with us, I ain't trying to hear all that. She cooked him breakfast. He was mad. She didn't have eggs. She made him pancakes with bacon. And it just seemed like that wasn't enough. I saw that. They had nothing in that refrigerator. (laughs) Not you. She had you. My wife be watching that. My Jackie be watching that. It ain't nothing in that woman's refrigerator. She ought to quit. Well, go to the store then. He could go to the store. She and she, she can, can too. She got the pancakes uh, and bacon see, from the somewhere. Right here. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, he yeah, just Yeah, you hear this, Shirley? You, yeah. you hear yeah. nephew yeah, he over just here? stupid. Don't yeah. worry about it. Go ahead, Carson. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so it's a little awkward, uh, Tommy. Just, I don't know what's going on with them, but there is something there. But his wife, Kenya, she's telling her husband that, you know, she's basically lonely. She needs some attention from him. So we'll see what happens with that. And then finally, Eva and Cynthia, mm-hmm. you know, they were beefing last season. Not at all cool. It's amazing <laughs> yeah. what one season can do. Yes. <laughs> Three months apart, we back friends. Uh-huh. Yeah, beefing? now we we buddies. They going looking at houses together and everything. And then on the episode, later on the episode, uh, Cynthia and Eva, they went to New York. They were on the float 
for the World Pride Day Parade, and Nene was there too. And so the show ended with Nene getting off her float, getting on Cynthia's float, and then it was dun, dun, dun. You don't know Uh-oh. what Nene said, and that was the end of the episode. Yeah. So I'll tell you next week. Oh. You can hit me up. <laughs> hit me up at Lips by Carla on social media, on the gram, Facebook, and we'll talk about it more. We'll be back at 20 after. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Jussie Smollett is suing the city of Chicago. We haven't heard from him in a while. So he's hey coming man, back with a lawsuit. You better go sit your ass down somewhere. Sit your behind down. better stay out this course. Yeah. Listen to me. Keep on. We Take it going. from OJ. Once you get free, don't go back down now. So listen to this, Steve. He's claiming that officials created a narrative that he was the mastermind of a hoax attack, and that has cost him dearly. Now, according to TMZ in the lawsuit, uh, Jussie notes that uh, the uh, Asandaro brothers, Abel and Ola, were held for 47 hours, and they adamantly denied any involvement in the assault. Jussie says it was only it was only after they were assured they'd get immunity that uh, they started spinning the tale of a fake attack on the streets of Chicago. Jussie insists the primary attacker was a white male. He says to this day he doesn't know what involvement, if any, the uh, Asandero brothers uh, had in the attack. He thinks the brothers were lured into the smear campaign by the cops. Jussie is suing Boy. the city of Chicago. Man. He's Boy. suing the Asandero brothers and several of officials, including uh, recently retired police superintendent Eddie Johnson. Wow. (laughs) I don't know why this boy won't go somewhere and just sit your ass down. (laughs) You free. Don't do this. You free. Go away. You you can't sue the city. City ain't got no money. (laughs) We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. So yesterday, 2020 Grammy nominations were announced. Lizzo leads the nominations with multiple honors, including Record of the Year, Album of the Year, Song of the Year, and Best New Artist. In gospel, it was Kirk Franklin. The Grammys will be hosted by Alicia Keys yet again. All right. On Ooh. Sunday, January 26th on CBS. Yeah. Kirk Franklin, our friend and family. You know, congratulations mm-hmm. to him. Yep. He had a good speech on uh, He just texted me trainable. today. Oh, he did? He what, just what did he texted say? me today. Oh, I couldn't tell you. Oh, oh. <laughs> he want to know where to get a Christmas tree from? <laughs> yeah. No, he was asking me. He was doing a church Christmas play, and you think Tommy would be in it. I told him, oh, I said, you got time to know. You could have asked him. Well, he wanted to run it by me and see if he'd be offended. I said, well, I don't think so. Why would he be offended? Tommy's an actor. Why Why would he be offended? Well, I know, but you know, he wanted him to play the uh, head elf in the workshop. I'm not no elf, y'all. Y'all gonna quit this with this elf stuff. I'm not no elf. He didn't say you was an elf. He wanted you to play an elf. Anybody called me. you no elf. He's huh? smaller than me. <laughs> I just said he was gonna make you the head elf. But right. what is he if I'm the head elf? What is he? Well, because you're a little taller than him, so he was going to make yeah. you the head Everybody going to look up to you. What right. role is Kirk? Kirk a, Kirk a elf too? We both elves? <laughs> no, nah, he, was, he wasn't going to be. He was going to be uh, Santa Claus's son. <laughs> And he going to come report. <laughs> Let me get to this Julia what? Roberts story, please. <laughs> 
<laughs> from music to movie news, uh, Julia Roberts is Harriet Tubman. Can you see that? No. Yeah, a lot of people. Oh, no. no, a lot of people can't. Uh, that's um, what one Hollywood executive reportedly suggested. Uh, that's according to Gregory Allen Howard, who wrote the screenplay to Harriet. Uh, he says the film has been in development for 26 years, guys. Yep. Uh, he wanted to turn the Underground Railroad conductor's life into an action adventure film, but the climate in Hollywood was different at that time, and that's when the exec floated the idea of Julia Roberts when Quest about it, Howard says the exec offered. Yeah, it was long ago. No one is going to know the difference. Why wow. we not? Wow. How the hell wow. do you think you ain't gonna know that? How the hell? Yeah. That's so okay. Insulting. You can act, yeah. but you have to draw on something else to play that role. I would think. Mm. Let me tell you something. I think you have to have something to draw. Go ahead, Tom. Julia yeah. gonna need Harriet to come save her ass if she played that role. And kid her to freedom. I don't think she would have played it. No. Mm-mm. I don't even no. think she would have took it. I don't it think this is anything that Julia Roberts would have even considered. Yeah. That's I, what I'm, I'm with saying. you on that, uh-huh. Steve. Yeah. And uh-huh. I like Julia Roberts. Yeah. I don't oh, even man. think she would have done that. Yeah. No. Great acting. No. Yeah. And listen, if you haven't seen the movie, Harriet, please, over the holidays, when you get a chance, please go but see the movie. But who it's thinks so good. Harriet is a tall, slim, white woman? <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, coming up, we will have our last break of the day. And, of course, some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey at 49 Minutes After, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are, our last break of the day. It's been a good Thursday, huh? Good day. Yeah. Yes. Good day. Yes. Yeah. Good day. Mm-hmm. And the really only good. thing that will make it better is you, Steve Harvey, with some closing remarks. What do you have for us today? Well, you know, I kind of wanted to share something with you all that I was uh, doing my meditation. I was reading this morning, and it hit me because uh, I've often said, you know, after a show or something, I was... Uh, just, you know, sometimes I just try to say something positive to people. And one time I was talking after the show, and I told people, I said, you know, there's a scripture that quotes uh, something to this effect, uh, that God comes to give you life and give you life more abundantly. And so I said, that's what began the process of me asking for my abundance was because of this scripture. And I just don't think, this is just my walk with him, that as a Christian or a believer or a person of faith, uh, that you should have to struggle through everything. You're going to have challenges. You're going to have struggles. But in every aspect of your life, I mean, come on, something has to change for you. And so in this scripture, it was saying that he comes to give you life and give you life more abundantly. I always thought that the abundance that he was talking about was material things, Uh, financial blessings, you know, things of that nature. But I've learned recently through my studies that having, that he comes to give you abundant life does not just mean things. It means peace of mind. It means awareness of all his goodness. It means not worrying about tomorrow or having regrets about the past which issues out a lot of a lot of wasted energy. It means things like that, that he's present in your life, that you're aware of all the good things, that your eyes are open to all he's done for you. And 
the big part of it is that he gives you your daily bread. That today is a very, very special day in, because it's unlike any other day you've ever had. And he's giving you a new day. So when it comes to talking about an abundant life, I had to stop thinking that it was just talking about things or money or objects, innate objects, that really he's talking about an abundant life through having a peace of mind, to having the realization that you have a companion who is not only your friend, but he's also your king, you know, your sovereign Lord. That's what he means by abundant life, that you come to the realization that you're not alone in this matter. You come to the understanding that you have a very present help if you just invite him in that can help you deal, cope, handle, and understand anything that happens in your life. That's what I came to the conclusion that having a life and having life more abundantly stood for. And once I came to this realization, it opened up a whole nother way of thinking for me because uh, it's, it's just an amazing thing when you understand that you can have a say-so in today. And all you have to do is worry about today. I mean, concern yourself with today's matters and don't worry about tomorrow and don't show no regrets for the past and you can have a life of abundance because you will now be living in the moment in the presence and you'll have his presence because you invited him in even closer that's what i learned about the abundant life that it doesn't just mean monetary or, or physical things that it actually means peace of mind presence a very present help in the time of trouble, a relationship, someone who gets it, who's always there. That's what that means, and that's what I wanted you all to think about today. So when you ask God to give you life, and he promised to give you life and give it to you more abundantly, think about what the whole abundant thing is really about. I wasted a lot of time thinking it was just a reference to finances or money or, you know, it's not. It's so much more. And today, I had an abundant life. Because today, I didn't worry about tomorrow. And today, because that's burdening yourself with something you can't do nothing about. And I didn't worry, have no regrets for my former life. Ta-da! I had an abundant day today. And it caused me to realize, really, man, you're blessed. You got an abundant life. That's what I wanted to share with you. Those are my closing remarks today. Wow, Steve. I know I got a little time on the back end, but that's yeah. what I realized. I just wanted to share that with you. Thank you for that. Yeah. yeah that's great, huh? Because when you do, mm, when, when I first heard it, I thought the same thing, which, you, you know. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. I think we all agree. I really mm-hmm. did. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was yeah. convinced at what it was, but I was doing my meditation this morning, and I was reading this section uh, that mm-hmm. explains a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. and I said, wait a minute, man. No, the abundant life is he gives you peace of mind for today. He gives you awareness of his presence for today. And therefore, it gives you a total, uh, and then it causes you to be grateful for what you have today. And it opens up your eyes to everything that's happening in your world right now. Because by worrying, uh, uh, watch this, Shirley, Luke 12 and 25. What? By worrying, Luke 12 and 25, by worrying, you cannot add one hour to your life. 
That's man. right. So by not being able to do that, yes, sir, you, you better minister. Right. You better coach your Bible. All right, you're going to be with Kanye in a man. minute. Go ahead, boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know about that. The man. comedy the ministry. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know what? Uh, how much height do you get with a thirteen thousand dollar tree? How big is that? Uh, twenty. 20 feet, 18, 20, 20, 20 feet. Easy. Well, you got to have really tall ceilings. Take us out, Steve. Yeah, that goes my, that gonna be in my Ladies party. and gentlemen, have a great weekend. Almost God here. loves you. <laughs> Bye. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 